Hi, and welcome. This is Nibbles in Space with me, Malcolm MacDonald. A lot of public funding for space programmes doesn't primarily address scientific or security objectives, but why? Why is going to space good for society? Well, space is an integral part of our modern society. The first weather satellite, TROS-1, was launched in 1960, demonstrating how space-based observations could assist weather forecasters. Today, on a routine basis, from both near-polar low-Earth orbits and from geostationary orbits, a fleet of satellites monitor the Earth's weather and are responsible for the vast majority of the accuracy of weather forecasts. A large range of measurement types are used in weather forecasting, from multispectral imagery in the visible and infrared to microwave and infrared hyperspectral sounding measurements, providing three-dimensional information on the atmosphere. Scatterometers and radar altimeters are also used, and we even use GPS signals to understand water vapour content in the atmosphere. Throughout its development, Space has been used by governments of all persuasions to advance their interests in foreign affairs and geopolitics. When Ronald Reagan was elected US president in 1981, Cold War tensions were rising due to the actions of both sides. At the end of 1981, the Reagan administration announced it would allow the US-Soviet Space Cooperation Agreement, due for renewal the following year, to lapse. From here, Mutual suspicion grew around the intent of each side's actions in space, and this dominated relations for the next decade. Yet, throughout this, cooperation did continue. Among them were satellite-based search and rescue efforts. Today, these efforts have grown into a satellite-aided search and rescue system that ensures immediate detection of an alert anywhere in the world and aids the rescue of thousands of people per year. This isn't the only use of space that directly saves lives. The Space Disaster Charter provides charitable and humanitarian acquisition of satellite data from over 60 spacecraft to aid relief efforts in major disasters. Perhaps the clearest example of space as a tool of foreign affairs and geopolitics is human spaceflight. In the era of the Cold War, that's what human spaceflight was for, to sway non-aligned nations and show just how superior we each were. But of course, it's not all competitive and negative. In Reagan's first time as president, he was being urged to approve a US space station to rival the well-established Soviet program. And he did. And in stereotypical American fashion, they were going to call it Space Station Freedom. And freedom was going to be bigger and better than the Soviet station. However, Cold War tensions were also leading to fears and warnings of the dangers of weaponizing space with both sides seeing cooperation in space as a means to limit or halt weapons in space and even a stepping stone to wider arms reduction. And eventually, this led to a renewal of the US-Soviet Space Cooperation Agreement in 1987, just over a year after the Soviets had launched the first module of what would become the Mir space station. This renewed cooperation eventually led to the merger of the rival space station programs and the launch in 1998 of one of the most ambitious international collaborations ever attempted, the International Space Station. Human spaceflights often held up as a beacon to inspire students into scientific and technical subjects, and maybe it does, 
but can we really say that robotic spaceflight, given the same budgets, couldn't achieve something similar? There's no doubt that generating the required number of scientists and engineers to support our economy in the future is one of the great challenges of our age. And there's also no doubt that space holds an unrivaled attraction as a recruitment tool. But space is so much more than just human spaceflight, and it contributes so much more to education. To understand just how accessible space has become, in 2013, an American high school launched the first spacecraft designed, built and operated by high school students. And India has found the use of satellites for communicating with widely dispersed schools so beneficial that they've got a long-term commitment to use satellites for the support of remote education. And so it's hard to argue that space is anything other than good for society. This was a nibble in space with me, Malcolm McDonald. For a little more of a nibble on this with some visuals, why not visit spaceprof.xyz or subscribe to the podcast for future nibbles. In the next nibble, we'll munch and muse, why go to space for science?